This is Wife Material Podcast, Episode 9. Being a wife and a mother is top tier. So what that means is the fact that being a wife or being a mother, and obviously those two things go together, was the highest standard for women, was the highest achievement a woman can achieve in life. Because anything else is just trash. Any other variance is trash. It's low tier. It is not the most respected or highly sought out thing to be anything other than a wife or a mother, if you're a woman. That's what I'm referring to. So, you know, of course, you know, being a daughter is not, not a problem, right? You know, obviously, you're going to be a daughter. But the thing is, is when you're aspiring to something, whether you're a man or a woman, this applies. Either way, you know, being a husband, you know, being a father, these are, you know, the highest thing you can be, right, as a man. Same for a woman, right, being a wife and a mother, the highest thing you can be, in, you know, in life, right? Anything else, it doesn't matter. Everything else is just irrelevant. You know what I mean? People put value into stuff that ain't really that valuable. Being a husband, being a wife, those are valuable. Being a father, being a mother, those are valuable. Because they were important. On average, like back in the day, I'm old school, you know, we respected mothers, right? We respected a woman that was a mother. We definitely respected a woman that was, was a wife, you know? And growing up, that's the goal was to get a wife. Right? That that was that getting a wife was an achievement that culminated from all, all from, from your life work, right? From all the stuff you did, you achieved it having a wife, you know, as a man. Vice versa. Woman the all the things she did to get to a point where she gets a husband, that was her achievement. Her achievement was getting a husband. The highest achievement. Again, anything other than that was it's not an achievement. It's, it's goals right <laughs> it's something to do but it's not a, a, a an achievement people you know humanity lost the, the basic understanding that our purpose our existence is, is predicated on three basic things eat sleep reproduce that's it just like any other animal in the animal kingdom and we're part of the animal kingdom eat sleep and reproduce any living organism functions on those three principles eat sleep and reproduce we need to do those three things for survival, for existence, just to be alive. You need to, you need to, you need those three functions: eat, sleep, and reproduce. You know, most of us just call it sex, right? But realistically, it's reproduce because that's how we keep the human race alive. The funny thing I thought about yesterday was the idea that it's like, if you know, it'd be, it'd be men don't control, um, like men don't choose to be horny right men don't choose to to want sex men are born wanting this this is men um sex is a need for men not a want men don't want sex men need sex that's the difference most women don't understand that there's like no men don't choose to want to be horny it's not a choice we don't choose to be horny, you know. Um, 
the only thing when it comes to, to being horny is, you know, when it comes to choice is choosing if we're going to do something about it or not, per se. Uh, but it's hard to choose not to do something about it because the urge is there, right? Again, it's not, it's, it's a lot like, like a vampire needs to, to drink blood, right, in order to sustain itself. Just like we humans need to eat food and get calories and have energy to function and drink water to stay hydrated. These are things we need. That's why I said eat, sleep, reproduce. These are things that we need to do to, to live. So it's weird the idea of trying to make reproduction or sex in this situation. See, when, once we call it sex, it's no longer you know, a need. Now we can, we can, we can try to you know, change the definition of it and try to do different things with it. It's like, no, no, reproduce, keep the human race alive. We're not immortal. So the thing I was trying to get to was the idea that it's like, man, it'd be interesting if, if we could turn it off. If men could just be like, Ooh, turn off, you know, our need to reproduce. One, help us focus better because, you know, we, you know, if we're not reproducing, then we could be producing, right? So if we're not reproducing, we could be producing. So we can be more focused and focus on things. You know, because we are able to turn that, that part of our, ourselves on and off. We don't have that. That's the thing. We don't have that. So we have no choice but to reproduce, right? To be constantly thinking about reproduction. Instinctively. Not even thinking about it. You just instinctively. So just because we have, you know, society, we have, you know, careers and bills and this, that, that just because we, this, all this man made stuff just because all this exists does not take away our need to eat, sleep, and reproduce. We still need to sleep. We haven't we haven't evolved past sleep. We haven't evolved past needing to eat. We definitely haven't evolved past needing to reproduce. Right? So we're not immortal, where it's like, uh, we don't need to reproduce, so sex is irrelevant, blah blah blah. You know, we can just throw that out the window and just live lives without even worrying about sex because sex don't matter. So being attractive or being attracted to someone don't matter no more and so forth and so forth. Then it just boils down to just, you know, personality and, and finance and and ge geography, like where you live and stuff, and then that's it, right? But that's not the world we live in. That's not reality. That's not <laughs> that's not human nature. In human nature, men and women are different and for women, sex is not much of a need since they don't need to have sex all the time, right? They don't need it as much. They only need because of the whole getting pregnant pregnant thing. They need they only need sex once a year, right, to get pregnant and then, you know, um, carry a baby for a year, right? Or nine months, right? But I said a year. So women only only really need sex once a year, you know, biologically. If they choose to have more than than that, that's, that's that's a choice. But I'm saying biologically, scientifically, only need to have sex once a year because of reproduction, right? But men, we're constantly you know, we're constantly producing what we need, constantly and have the urge to reproduce. Again, we don't choose it. It's not a choice we make. We don't choose to want to reproduce, right? No, biologically, we're we're, we're designed to. Reproduce so that can, you know, obviously create a 
scenario issue when you have one part of the species is always willing to reproduce the other, but the other part isn't willing to reproduce. And that creates that, 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 that conflict. And we need to obviously fix that, right? Um, and does it make it better when you have society doing things a little different and then you, you got women uh, out here trying to promote the idea of, uh, you know, yes, sex, sex all the time, right? Which sounds great for guys, you know, who need sex, right? But then it makes sex less important because it used to be important, right? Because the idea was to reproduce. Now we're making it less less important. So now men are being distracted because now you got women out here who are catering to that. And they're not the wives of these men. So you got so you have, you literally have one woman catering to like thousands of men, entertaining them, distracting them from what these men's are supposed to be doing, which is finding their wives in their local area, not be on your phone looking at a, at a woman halfway across the world that you're never going to reproduce with. Right? So women, I'm going to say women, as much as the, 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 the problem, this situation, then, then the men, because in society, women love to to point fingers at men, but don't realize it's like, but sure, you're not doing no better though. You are actually feeding into it. You are actually contributing to it, contributing to these things. Women will be quick to be like, oh, I'm not a sex object, but Instagram is popular because of women treating them, treating themselves, promoting themselves as sex objects. Then you got OnlyFans. Who makes the most money on OnlyFans? Surprise, women. I wonder why. Are they there reading Bibles and, and telling um, telling guys to, you know, to, 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 to to find themselves a good woman and, and marry her and live happy ever after? No, clearly not. They're doing the total opposite. Then you got these same women promoting the idea that being a wife, being a mother are bad. That it's bad. Those are bad things. And that it's men's fault. It's like, whoa, whoa. When did being a wife and being a mother um, uh, a bad thing? And not only that, why are you blaming men for that? It's women who are against the idea of being a wife and a mother are the ones that's, that's making, that are the bad ones. They are the wrong ones. They're the ones that are making the whole idea of being a wife and a mother bad. Because they're looking down at the idea of being a wife or a mother, even though that's what society, especially men, used to look up to. We respected our wives. We respected our women, right? Our mothers. And most of us still do, but over time, that's been, that's been lacking. And the main ones who have perpetrating that, you know, looking down and, you know, disapproval and disrespect towards the idea of being a wife or a mother are the daughters of these mothers, of these wives. Most women out here that are feminists, most women out here that are talking negative, you know, talking about like, you know, independence, all this stuff like that. If you ask them about their, their mother or grandma and stuff like that, they will literally talk about them in a negative way. Talk about how their lives 
were shitty and this and that and, and just talk down about their 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 mothers, the women in their lives. And, and then <laughs> these same women will try to act like their life is better, that they're better than, than the women from the past. And it's like, no, no, you're not. You're not better. Different, right, from those women, clearly. But you're actually a lot, a lot, a lot more like the other type of women of the past. Term we have for it now is thought. Back in the day, it was a, it was a horse gank, a, a harlot, whatever, a heifer, whatever term you wanted to use back in the day. But that was the thing. You had women at the top, wives, mothers, and they had the women at the bottom of society. Now the women out here think that what what is top tier is what used to be bottom, used to be at the bottom society. So they think being a bad bitch, a thought, you know, a independent woman and stuff like that, quote unquote, right, is top tier. Like it's at the top. It's what all females should aspire to be is those things. Like that's better than being a wife or a mother. And it's not for thousands of years. <laughs> being that type of woman was never better than being a wife or a mother. But there's a lot of people out there being allowed to voice the idea that, yes, it is better to be, you know, out here shaking your ass and twerking and disrespecting men, and making money just so you can disrespect men. Like, what? <laughs> and not only that, make sure you also disrespect women, you know, who don't look like you who don't have money like you and this and that. And it's like, damn, we're really, really encouraging this. We're really supporting this idea of, of women that we used to look down on because they were low, low quality, of low respect. Now we're respecting them, treating them like they're better than a, than, than a, than a wife, than a mother. But no, that's not how that works, but that's the bullshit that we're in right now. You know, all these women that are not respected by both men and women, yet a lot, a lot of simple-minded people, right? A lot of uh, impressionable of, uh, young women are being influenced negatively by these types of women. See, women used to Young girls used to used to aspire to be like their mother. Used to aspire to be like, like you know, an awesome person. You know, doing something awesome. Whether you were a movie star, or you know, or whatever. Like anything that you know was that there was an achievement that women like to you know want to achieve was all respectable. Like if you wanted to be, you know, an Olympic gold medalist or something. In gymnastics or in any other sport or whatever, you know that that was respected. It's like, of course, because you were representing the best of the best of women, right? In a you know in an activity, so of course we highly respected you because y'all were you know showing the best of the best. Y'all were striving to be the best of the best among the rest, right? The best woman, you know. Um, and that was, that was good. 
that's why it's so weird that now we be hearing stuff about like you know women talking about they're independent now they're free and all that stuff like free free from what but what 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 is he referring to because y'all always were free y'all were always free to choose one of two paths the good one which was which led to motherhood and wife and prosperity and all the happiness that comes with that and so, so social respect you know being classy right and then then there was trash right the other route being the, being the lady of the night being a streetwalker being a around the way girl right being very popular um among the um you know among the football players right you know that that type of type of woman type of woman that they got pregnant at um what is it called uh, like at a prom or gave birth at a prom you know that that's what it what it used to be the the bad path the wrong way you know but now we got women out here trying to promote that doing doing things that way is the right way. Being with a whole bunch of guys, you know, having kids even without, you know having kids without marriage. When you do have a kid, leave them somewhere or or get an abortion. It's like oh no no I'm not ready. You know it's it's all this bullshit. That we're seeing that all these women that in the past, whenever they made those same bad decisions, there was consequences for them. Now you got women now feeling like there should be no consequences to their actions. Any decision they make is a quote unquote choice. Therefore, there should be no consequences because it's a choice. That means they want, they want, and that's it. There should be no consequences because consequences implies that. The decision was wrong. The decision was was a bad decision. But the point is, it is a bad decision. You have sex with a guy, right, without a condom, without birth control, without any measures. The main thing is, if you have sex with a guy and your vagina is involved, when you should not involve your vagina if you don't want to get pregnant, well, your fault you get pregnant. Don't be trying to blame the guy, the one who... who Use the vagina in the sexual act. You're the one who gave permission. You're the one who allowed it to happen. So it's 100% on you on what happens as a result of that decision. That decision that you made to involve your vagina in the sexual act. A man can do all other sexual things to you that doesn't involve the vagina. And you won't get pregnant. But women want to involve the vagina. Well, that's what happens when you involve the vagina. You get pregnant. Because remember, that's your baby maker. So stop involving your baby maker in your casual late night activities. You know, if you want to go around and be with, you know, be intimate, be physical with multiple men, fine. Just keep your baby maker lock and key. Store it, save it. That's the weird thing, is the fact that you're Y'all putting it out there all the time, not realizing uh, you do know 
that's how babies are made. Constantly using that particular part of your body multiple times until you get pregnant. It will eventually happen. That's how life works. It eventually happens. And if you have no intention of having kids in your whole life, well, get your tubes tied. You know what I mean? Do something, you know, to prevent that you will ever get married. I mean, pregnant. You know, I'm not against it. Not against you making that decision. That's a that, that's a logical choice right there. If you never ever want to have kids, then one, be upfront with that with every guy you're with, you know, you interact with, and second, you know, get the surgery right. Get get a procedure done that guarantees you will never get pregnant and live your life, right? But for the women who do want to have kids, who do want to have a man, and who do want to live a happy life. Then that's the happy life, uh, happy wife is happy life scenario, right? In order to, to be a happy wife or a happy life, you gotta, you gotta save your virginity, right? You gotta save, you know, at least don't use and abuse it, you know? And if you feel you need to, to use it at least once or twice um, for practice purpose, just to get it, just to get used to it, you know, get used to using it, okay? You can understand that, but be very, careful because it only takes one time for you to get pregnant remember um but other than that don't keep using it until until you get pregnant and they'll be like oh man that was a mistake no that was a choice you kept making the mistake of thinking that you can do whatever you want and there's no consequence that's the mistake thinking that there's no there's no consequences for your choices no consequences for your actions. So take responsibility for your body, right? Your body, your choice, which means whatever happens with your body, it is your fault. Not only is it your body and your choice, it's your body and your fault because you're responsible to what happens to your body. If you're irresponsible, well, no surprise that something bad happens to your body, right? No surprise that something happens that you don't want to happen, but it happened because, well, that's what happens when you misuse your body, right? When you put your, when you make the wrong decision and put yourself in a, in a situation where it causes a problem. If you don't want sharks biting your body, don't jump into a freaking shark tank. Duh, common sense. But you got women out here doing that. Just, just going out there, just seeing what happens. Let me just, let me just get drunk and at a bar and see what happens. And then be all surprised when they suddenly end up pregnant. But then instead of accept, instead of being responsible and taking responsibility of their decision, they, 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 want, they, want, they want a solution to the problem, right? Not realizing that they are the problem because they're the ones who made the bad choices. They are the problem. But no, they, they'd rather be like, all right, I need an abortion to fix this mistake problem that I'm having. But it's like, but the problem started from you. you the problem. You're the one who put yourself in a situation where you got pregnant. You're the problem. You need to solve yourself. You need to be better, do better. Women who wanted to have sex got married. And they did it early. That way they can have plenty of it, right? With the caveat that they knew, oh, it's gonna, eventually it's going to lead to a pregnancy, right? They knew one or two things were going to happen, pregnant or not. 
right? While they're in the marriage. But if they got pregnant, it was okay. Because they were in a marriage. They got a man. They got a house. They got access to money. Life is good. The way it's supposed to be. You know, because they were in the proper position. They were a wife. Now they're a mother. That's the thing. At first, you start off as a wife when you get married. Have sex. Might take a year or two. But by, you know, but at some point, bang, you get pregnant. So you, you up, you went from, went from wife to mother. And that's an upgrade. Right? Wife is a high, high, um, a high title. But mother is, the, is obviously the highest, right? It's higher than wife. So what? So it's it's obviously daughter, girlfriend, right? Wife then mother, mother that being the highest. So all these women out here, these young girls out here, talking about they they cleans and stuff. Like no, nope, no, nope, you're not. You're not uh, wives and mothers. They're the queens. They have always been the queens of society. Being a father, being a husband, those were the kings of society. So, no, being 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 a lady of the of the streets, as they say, you you're not a queen, you're not a boss, and none of that stuff. If you own a company, you're a seat, you know you own a company, a business, and you run it, and, and people make money. Um, because of you, you provide people work and jobs and help people, you know, provide people the ability to, uh, you know, live their own lives. Then, yes, you're a boss in that regards. But you're not a boss if all you have is an OnlyFans or an Instagram. And the only the only person who, who gets any money from that is you. You're not a boss. Not a boss. So the boss, boss, you know, is in the position of a boss. For, for others, not for themselves. They're in the leadership position to lead others, not to lead themselves. Uh, that makes no fucking sense. You don't lead yourself, you lead others if you're, if you're in charge or you get led. See, in society, it's supposed to be leaders and followers. Someone has to lead, someone has to follow, which means someone, the person who leads is the person who has the most knowledge in a particular thing. So that's why we, everybody follows that person because that person knows the most about a specific thing, about whatever they're in charge or whatever they're leading in. And then there's a lot of responsibility on that person because that person knows the most and is very knowledgeable in something. They're expected, you know, to do a lot. Everyone's counting on that person. That's what, what it means to be a boss. Most of these women are talking about they, they are boss. Ain't, no, ain't nobody relying on them. Nobody counting on them. They don't got nobody at home relying on, right? Most of these women don't have a man or kids to take care of. And most of the women that do have kids, right? Most of them, as much as they say, oh, yeah, I love my kids and all stuff like, uh, no, they actually still regret the fact that they had the kids. If they if they can choose to <laughs> for their kids to disappear, they would. And that's unfortunate. Because most women out here, you know, didn't really want the kids. Not saying that they can't learn to love the kids and they don't appreciate the kids now. It's just that if they had the choice to make the kids not exist, they would instantly choose that. You know why? Because they're selfish. And that's the whole point. It goes back to 
selfishness. The thing about being a wife and a mother is that you were not selfish. You you represented the idea of not being selfish. You know, mothers and wives had strength. You know, every most people looked up to mothers and wives, for example, as being strong. Never looked at never looked at them as weak, pathetic, unhappy. No. It's always they're strong and that they're happy. They're the ones who always made sure that, you know, everybody got along. Whenever kids, you know, uh, you know, didn't get along, mothers were there to uh, be the peacekeepers, the, the, the guiding light, the, the educators of, of being good. You know, um, a lot of times we always use the analogy of um, yin-yang, good and evil, as it were, right? And how women are the good part. And are the bad part, so to speak. But you get my point is that, you know, men are the tough ones, but the women are the loving ones. So if you need a, if you need, if you need discipline, you got it from the man. If you needed love, you got it from the woman, right? And that's what they represented. You know, you know, that, that, that dynamic. You know, now, again, most women, um, are not women anymore. It's unfortunate. They're not as strong as they used to be. Mothers and wives of the past were strong, like literally strong. Strong in, in, in social clout, strong in, 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 in most, and most of the time physical strength, you know, because they actually did physical activities while they were wives, while they were, you know, mothers. So they actually had actual physical strength. Most wives and mothers actually were, you know, actually, you know, actually are stronger, muscularly stronger because of the fact they actually did physical labor. You know, they actually did stuff like carrying children. You know, you know, before we start having, you know, things that made it easy to to, to push kids around with strollers and stuff. Women used to carry the children around at, back in the day before we created strollers and stuff like that. Now we got these uh, things that you wear, um, what they're called, but you put the baby in there and just wear it and bang, the baby's hanging on your bodies. Women didn't used to have that. Women used to have to carry the child. Sometimes they'll carry bags of groceries on one arm, carry the child on the other arm. That's a lot of exercise. That's a, what is that, catastatic? Catastatic, something like that. There's a exercise term for that for when you're constantly lifting the same amount of weight for a long period of time or at least just holding that amount of weight you uh, you know you do develop muscles so these women these mothers these wives literally strong so they can say they're strong women but the women nowadays can't say really say they're strong they can say the words but there's just it's called cat right they're lying to themselves you're not strong <laughs> you're not strong women i used to uh yeah, because there'll be times back in the day, long time where you would see there'll be like housewives, you know, there'll be arm wrestling and stuff like that. And it'd be adorable because it's like, oh, they're actually really strong. Like they can actually arm wrestle. Um, but women out there, I can't arm wrestle. Or lose constantly if y'all try to arm wrestle because y'all don't actually have actual strength. You don't have mother strength, woman's, you know, 
old school woman strength. You don't have the strength of a wife. All you have is loud, loud voices. That's it. You think strength means yelling at somebody, catching an attitude, threatening to hit somebody. You think that's strength. That's not strength. That's not strength. That's just being a douchebag. That's not strength. That's essentially imitation tactics or trying to uh, bully somebody. That's all that is. That's just disrespect. That's, that's not real strength. And like I said, it's, you know, things have changed a lot where the idea of being a wife or a mother is frowned upon. You hear stupid stuff like, oh, slavery, being a wife is being a slave. And it's like, no, 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 it's not. Even if that was the case, let's go with the hypothetical, right? Even if that was the case, that would be a very rare case. That's, that would not be a common case. Because the idea of saying that being a wife is slavery is like, is pretty much saying that women who were wives, who obviously chose to be wives, right? You're trying to imply that they're dumb. That they, that they were quote unquote slaves and didn't even know it. It's like, no, no, do not assume modern women that you're smarter than the women of the past because you're not. You understand that in order for you to be smarter than the women of the past, you have to learn from the women of the past. You have to be able to do what the women of the past did and then do more. So many people out here don't seem to understand the concept of being better than someone else, right? Or being better than. The concept of being better than something is that you can do what that thing does, but you can do it better. You know what I mean? A calculator can do math better than me because it can do 2 plus 2 equals 4. Like, I can do plus 2 plus 2, plus two equals 4. But it can do it better, faster, more consistent. I mean, God forbid something happens and I get hit in the head and forget the 2 plus 2 equals 4. But the calculator will still know how to do 2 plus 2 equals 4. Because it won't forget. Or I get Alzheimer's. You get the idea. Like, I could always forget how to do math. The calculator won't. So that makes the calculator better, right? Not only can the calculator do 2 plus 2 equal 4, it could do bigger numbers. It could do 2 million plus 2 trillion. And it's like, okay, what does that equal? Can I do it? <laughs> no. Um, technically, I could if I took the time, but I don't want to take the time to try to figure out what 2 million plus 2 trillion equals. You know? Right? Technically, it should equal like over 4 million. Not even four million. It should equal. It definitely should equal over two, tr two trillion. But I don't know the exact number. But you know who would know the exact number? A calculator. Oh my God! Right. But clearly, a calculator would be better than me at math. Better than me in many other ways. No. But better than me at math. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole idea of being better is being able to do something that someone else can do, but do it better. Right. There'll be people, they'll, they'll, they'll try to disrespect me. I've seen it, I've experienced that. Most of us experience this plenty of times in our life where someone always tries to, especially they try to disrespect you by saying, oh, you think you're better than me. Um, compared to this situation, yes, I am. If you're talking about money, the fact that you only only make $20 a month and I make 200 a month, yeah, I am better. 
financially and better than you because I can generate $200 a month. You can only generate $20 a month. So yes, I am better than you in that. Want, want me to go through the laundry list? And I literally have to do that in real life. Like I deal with people like that. Where I have to literally break it down. Like these are the things you are better at. You're better at this and this and this. You're you're better uh, basketball player than me. You're better at this. You're better at, like I'll break it down. Like what I know the other person is better than me at because I know, you know, my skill level. I know what I can and can't do. So I'll point out what they're good at. And I'll point out all the stuff I'm good at. And always mathematically, I, my list of things that I'm better at is always higher. Because every day I'm always trying to learn new things, always trying to get better at things. So, of course, at some point I'm going to be better than someone. So, yes, when somebody you know, tries to challenge me on that concept, like, oh, you think you're better than, than me? Yes. Yes, I am. Because I put effort to be better. So, yes. Right? And they'll be like, oh, uh, uh, you, th you think you're the shit. You think you're better than everybody. No, no. Because I know there's people better than me. And I can give you a list of people who are better than me. You know? And it just depends on the character. Like, for example, do I think um, Bill Gates is better than me financially? Hell yeah. Do I think he's better than me uh, looks-wise? No. Do I think he's better than me personality-wise? No. Um, uh, do I think he's, he's smarter than me? No. Right? So there's things that I, that I see that I know of myself and know of him that I can compare and be like, yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm better at, you know, than him that makes up for the fact that there are things he's better than me. Like we can use the money thing. Yeah, he has more money than me. So right there, he's better than me on just that alone. I've used that argument plenty of times. Like, yeah, Bill Gates is better than me. He got, he got a lot of money. So yes, he's better than me. He has his own company. Yeah, he's better than me. Because he has stuff that, you know, I, I'm working, you know, that I plan to have someday. And since he already has it, yeah, he's better than me because he already has it. But someday I will have those things. I will have my own. I, I do have a company. It just doesn't generate uh, the revenues his does. So his company is better than my company. Uh, but someday my company should be better than his. So there's that. Um, again, he makes more, he has more, he has more money than me. So therefore, yes, he's better than me. But someday I'll have more money than that, right? Um, I mean, God forbid, right? But at some point he will die, right? Which <laughs> means he no longer owns uh, the company that will be transferred over to whoever else takes over. So then, just by that, by default, my business, me having a bit my business, me having you know the income that I have, um, and I'm still alive, right? That's a detail. I'm still alive. Yeah, I'm better than Bill Gates once that happens. So unfortunately, right, God forbid, but if he dies, yeah, by default, I'll be better because of that. Now, if we just use the, you know, if we just use the past, then yeah, he was better than me for a long, long time. But at some point, I surpass, right? That's the whole point. So if he dies and I'm still alive, I still have time to surpass him, to out, um, be, to be better than him in the stuff that he did, right? The having a company, having a lot of money. Um, he gave people, you know, away a lot more. He was a philanthropist, right? He he helped a lot of people. So now I have to, you know, outperform that. So in order for me to be better than him and a lot of the things he, he did, again, I got to do what he's doing right, and I got to do it better. That's the point of being better. That's why it's unfortunate. You got women nowadays talking about that they are better than the women of the past, but they can't cook, they can't clean, 
so what do the hell do they mean? Right? Some are they better than the women of the past? It's like, but how though? Women of the past can get a good man. Oh, shots fired, right? Women of the past can get a good man. Not only can they get a good man, they can also raise good children, right? Within that household. And something I was thinking, like, it's so funny how women nowadays think they're smarter, better than the women of the past. I'm like, but how though? Think about it. A woman in the past got a man, got the man to work, right? To provide not only for himself, but also provide for her because she didn't have to work. Now, she don't got to have to have a job in order to eat, sleep, have a roof over her head, um, travel, do things. Like she got a man to, to bring her money, to bring her uh, a roof over, to put a roof over her head, put clothes on her back. She was able to get a man to do that stuff. Women now has to get that shit themselves. So who's really the smarter one? Because in the first example, the women getting the men to do all, all the stuff, doing all the stuff for them. You know, you women had to. You know, uh, it was it was smarter for to for the. the for women in the past to get a man to bring her money so that was that was being smarter that was working smarter and not harder all she had to do was get a man bank financial freedom right there now you got women nowadays working for the bag right when women of the past had their husbands bring them the bag get the bag for them so that's why it's like uh yeah women nowadays got things backwards they think they think they're working smarter than the women of the past. Like, no, y'all working harder because now y'all gotta work for the money, and then, and then for what? Think about it. What what are you working for? To pay bills? Yeah, men created that idea, you know, bills. Um, yeah, so good luck with that. Especially if you're a feminist, you're very contradicted. Very contradicting. There's a big contradiction to be like, you know, wanting to be independent, making money, blah, 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 all that nonsense. Because it's like uh, the concept of paying bills and careers and jobs and stuff like that, those are men ideas. Those are men constructs. Men created that concept and made that a thing. That way men can have things to do. But then now you got women wanting to do what, think, what men do. But these same women don't even like men, don't even respect men. It's like, but that's, and Tama, they don't need no man. But it's like, but you're doing everything that a man does, not only does, but created. You're using what men created. And a lot of things that you do things for, like wearing makeup and dresses or outfits or looking attractive, those things you do for a man. And that's how it always was. You're not really doing it for yourself. You're lying to yourself if you think you're doing that for yourself. You're not. You're doing it for men. You know? And that's the weird thing. It's like makeup was created by men. Dresses and stuff like that. Clothing in general created by men. It was men's idea. And you know how we started making clothes? 
skinning animals. Men killed animals back in the day, right? In prehistoric time, right? Killed animals, opened them up, took out the meat to eat, and then but then there was fur, right? Skin. It's like, damn, what are we gonna do with this? Oh, you know, I could I can dry it up, you know, and I can use it as something because it's something I can wear. Okay. Boom. Skinned it, cut it, you know, right? And of course at some point, you know, just being able to fashion it and, and mold it into something, women, you know, helped out with uh with the process, you know, because men had to keep going hunting, right? They had to keep bringing the bacon, right? They literally had to had to, had to get food. So women took care of like the basic logistics, so drying the, the, the animal skin, you know, and finding a way to sew it up, right? To to combine it in a way that us humans can wear it, yeah. But we all know men are the ones who needed the uh, clothing because men spent more time away from the caves, right? Shelter, as we call it now, than, than the female of the species. The female stayed in the cave more often than not when there was bad weather. When it was good weather, of course, they went out. They went outside. But they normally stayed inside because of shelter, because the caves, the shelters, right, kept them safe from from the weathers. Not only kept them safe from weathers, but also safe from animals, right? Kept them safe. But men still had to go out there to get food. Men had to go out there where the animals at, where the dangers at. Slay the beast, as they say, right? Slay the beast. Bring home the, the, the you know, the bounty, which was the meat. And then take the skin and then dry it up and then turn, you know, use it as clothing, as blankets and stuff like that. And again, men had to wear it to go out. But of course, women were going to, you know, wear it themselves as well, especially if they want to go out, you know, especially for travel. Because if you need to go from one location to another location, of course, you're going to travel a lot of times through uh, um, bad weather or the weather would change. Like you might start traveling in good weather, but eventually the weather would get bad. So, of course, the women eventually had to wear the, the fur, right? But logically, it's like clearly it started off with men. Because they're the ones who needed it at first. They needed clothing, right? They needed to wear stuff first. And over time, you know, history, some of that, you got to a point, you know, where, you know, we are where we at now. The fashion industry was created by, by, by men, not women. You know, fa the fashion industry is popular with women, but it was created by men. And so forth and so forth. A lot of the industries that women out here like and enjoy, created by men. Instagram, men. OnlyFans, men, and the list goes on and on. It's like, all I'm saying is like, you're welcome, right? You know what I mean? Like, men are, you know, not that, are not really greedy. Inherently, we are selfless, which is why we take care of, of women, take care of the, of the weaker people, right? the lesser people. If we have sick people, old people, you know, we take care of them because we're stronger, bigger, right? That kind of stuff. So it's like, we inherently are givers. Women inherently are takers, and we accept that. We accept we accept that 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 um that symbiotic relationship because I mean, as a giver, right? As a man who gives, someone has to receive, right? So that's that's the point. You know, just like when it comes to being in a car, someone has to drive, someone has to navigate. You know, you have to have a driver and a passenger, right? And the list goes on and on of that comparison, right? Yin, yin, yang, peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Husband and wife, right? 
You know, that's why men and women, when you get when they get together, they do stuff. Babies are made, right? More humans are made because the symbiotic relationship. We are the other half of the other person. You know, what makes sense for me as a giver is for someone else to be a taker of what I give. You know, for somebody who has feelings, right? Person who functions on feelings, it makes sense for them to be with somebody who's logical, who's more of a thinker, less of a feeler, right? And that's why we have the relationships we have. Men are logical, women are emotional. Men accept that. Men accept that, okay, <laughs> as much as we would like women to be logical, they're not going to be. And that's part of the, the problem. Because men are like, are the ones who are pointing out, like, ladies, you're not being awesome anymore. Yeah, it used to be. Women used to be awesome. But now you're becoming less awesome. Because you're going down the wrong path. You're going down the path of the women, of the lesser women, the women of the past that were lesser. And we already saw through history what happens when women go that path. They're miserable. They're alone. Nothing good comes from going that direction. What has worked for thousands of years is going the right direction. The direction that works the best. The direction that works the best is the right direction, obviously. So, being a wife, being a mother, is obviously the right direction. Same goes for a man. Being a husband, being a father, is the best route. Because if he went the opposite, being a playboy, right? You know? Being an asshole, you know, being selfish, this answer. You know, when a man is the opposite of his nature, man's nature is to, is to be a giver, to be selfless. That's where him being a protector, provider, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll you know, he'll, you know, he'll, he'll take one for the team, you know, the greater good thing, where he'll die for everybody else so that way everyone else can live. That's selfless, not selfish. Selfish is like, well, screw everybody else. Let everybody else die so I can survive. That's selfish. Men's natural nature is to be selfless. Can there be a flaw? Can there be men alive, born, that exist that are more selfish than selfless? Yes, that is a that is a possibility. And vice versa for women, that there's women that are more selfless than they are selfish. But, you know, we see the dynamic we're going, we have nowadays. And the thing is we're trying to balance it. Because right now, since they're, since among men and women, I mean, since among men, there's the, the good guys and the bad guys, right? And same goes for women, good, good women, bad women. Because there's two, there's two categories within those groups, it is hard to match people properly. Because you'll have a good woman, right, you know, come in contact with a bad guy. And then she'll get a bad experience from that. Because she didn't know he was a bad guy. She didn't realize it. She has no, you know, knowledge, right? No knowledge, no, no logic to notice that, oh, this guy is bad. And that's unfortunate. And, you know, that's why most men, you know, keep mentioning to women that, that are around them, like, hey, y'all need to choose better. You know, sometimes we'll use somebody as an example. You need, you need a guy who's like dad or a guy who's like this guy. Yeah. Like sometimes some of us, who recommend guys like, hey, he's a good guy. 
you should you should talk to him. But women have a habit of just wanting to be like, nah, nah, want to do things their way. And that's unfortunate because a lot more often than not, they end up choosing wrong. And then it takes months, years even for them to come to, to, to realization that, yeah, that they were wrong, that they should have listened to the guys who were giving them good advice or listened to anybody who was actually giving them good advice, letting them know, hey, this was a, this guy right here was the best choice for you. This is the guy you should interact with. And that's not just for, you know, husband and wife situation, boyfriend, girlfriend situation, just, you know, even in general, just even associating, you know, getting to know people. You know, it's good to know certain life. It's an important life skill to have to know if someone else is a good person or not. But it's so sad that nowadays most people, especially I see it among women, still after hundreds of years, right? Even from my lifetime, in, in my lifetime, I still see women clearly choosing the wrong guy. And it was obvious. It was like, it was obvious. And it's not because I knew the guy personally or anything. I didn't know. I could just see a guy regular and just be like, like a stranger. I could see a total strange guy. I'm like, yeah. Doesn't she not notice he's, he's, a, he's not a good guy? Like he's dressed like an asshole, yet she can't see that he's an obvious asshole. I use this term instead. He he looks like a clown. He's dressed like a clown, but for some reason she can't see the clown that's right in front of her. Like I look at him and I see a clown, but she looks at him and sees a fucking Prince Charming. Like that's ridiculous, and that's the thing. That's why we have this whole saying, "Love is blind," and it's more and it's really only true more often than not with women. <laughs> women are definitely blind when it comes to. When it comes to the opposite of sex, or when it just comes to loving things, men are less blind because one, we make our decisions when it comes to uh, loving a woman based off of the looks. That's why men are visual, women are emotional. Men make decisions with their mind, women with their hearts, and well, their biology, I should say, chemicals in their body. But you get the idea, it's like, well, you know, we have the internet. We have we have video. We have podcasts like this, that where this type of information can be put out there. Where it's like, hey, understand that, you know, you should at least think twice. Ladies, always think twice. You're allowed to have your feelings. Right? You're allowed to be like a guy makes you feel happy. That is cool. Nothing wrong with that. But understand that you should think twice. To not be like, oh, he makes me happy, therefore he's the right guy. No, no, no. You better make sure he's the right guy. Do your, do your research, right? Find out for facts, facts, if he's a good guy. Do not just be quick to be like, ah, oh, he makes me, he, he makes me happy, therefore he's a good guy. No, no, no. You better make sure he's a good guy. Because I'm tired of seeing this pattern happen over and over again. Because a guy makes you feel happy. Suddenly he's he's a freaking saint. He's perfect for something. He can never do nothing wrong. Like, no, no, no. He's human. He has flaws. He's human. It's not because he's a man. He could be he he could be bad or wrong or douchebag or, or imperfect. No, no. It's because he's human. That's why he could be imperfect. And this applies to women too. You know, women are imperfect too. Right. So there's a high possibility that you know. Man has to deal with a bad girl. Has to deal with, and 
is not of quality, not of high caliber. So both both sides need to do better. But the one that needs to do better the most, because they're the ones who make the, who, who has to make the most decisions, right? The most choices. Because women love choices, right? Who have to make the most choices because they have the most to lose. Right? They have the most to most problems. They have the most consequences. That's what I'm saying. Women have have the most consequences for their choices than men do. Men can make a lot of mistakes and be fine. Women cannot make a lot of mistakes and be fine. So that's why the point I'm trying to make. And I love you, ladies. So I made this podcast. I tell y'all, you know, things so that way y'all can better yourselves. Understand this. Like, this is what you women are. Women, you do make mistakes more often than not. So do better for yourself. I'm not saying do better for for men or anything like no, no, do better for yourself. I want you to be happy for yourself. Like I want you to be happy to be happy. And then make men happy, right? <laughs> then make your husband happy, right? Your kids happy. It's almost all right. First, make sure you make yourself happy, right? You make sure that you Make the best decisions in your life so that you can have a good life to live, right? Good life worth living. And then, you know, add all the other layers, right? All the other things like the husband and the kids and stuff like that. First and foremost, you got to make sure that your happiness is not predicated on validations from, from the world. Approval from your female friends or or other people like you know your approval you know of who you are they're supposed to mainly come from your husband and your kids right your family right your family the family you create not the family you're born into the family you create which is your husband and kids that's where your validation is supposed to come from not the rest of the world from them and great this current day and age we got women out here on instagram getting their validation, getting their attention, getting their quote-unquote happiness and self-worth from strangers, from people around the world. And it's like, that's, that's not going to last forever, and it's, it's fake. It's, it's not real. You know what I mean? It's, 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 like a sugar, it's like a sugar high. Stop getting high on sugar, ladies. Y'all need the real deal. I need, I need to get off these social medias. If you're not on on like Instagram to make money, get off of it. You don't really need to be on there because the only thing really on there is women, women showing off their bodies. You don't need to see other women's bodies because you're, you're a woman that likes, hopefully you like men, women that like men, so don't need to be seeing these other women out there, all these other women's bodies, right? And even if there are guys on, on Instagram, you know, front off the bodies, what they freaking do, 99% of the time, you're not going to be with any of those guys anyway, so why do you care about looking at something you can't have? That's, I mean, <laughs> you know, it's sad when we guys do it, when we constantly looking at, at this delicious menu we call Instagram, but, you know, 99.999% of the time, there's a higher possibility that 
none of these ladies will talk back to us or we're definitely not going to be interacting with them in any shape, way, form, in life. So I even bother. So it's already bad enough for us. Don't make it worse for yourselves, ladies. If you have no intention of doing anything other than getting attention from guys on Instagram, don't need to be on Instagram. It's useful for money. You know, it's useful if, if you make money with Instagram, but if you don't, don't need it. It's just a waste. You're better off just being on Facebook, where at least if people like your either pictures or, or like whatever you post on Facebook, at least it's friends and family, people who do know you can interact with and who legitimately care and respect you, not these random strangers on Instagram. Right? Then there's the, you know, the fact that there's like, you know, most people want their lives to be private anyway. There was a time where privacy mattered, where your your life was nobody else's business, but now everybody wants wants their life to be everybody else's business. Now they they want to be like, hey, I, I, I'm living this life. Look, I, I live in, in, in a studio apartment. Isn't that amazing? Yes, give me a whole bunch of likes for having a studio apartment. Like, the, hey, look, I'm brushing my teeth. Give me a whole bunch of likes. Like, are you kidding me? What the hell is this? This is ridiculous. These are not achievements. You're not achieving anything in life. When you die, no one's going to give a fuck about your cat pictures or your selfies or almost going to care about your Instagram. None of that shit matters yet. It's sad that women act like it matters. since like it, it actually doesn't. If you make money from it, yeah, I, I, it does matter that way. But if you're not making money from it, then it doesn't matter. You shouldn't even have it. But that's just a waste. So, so, so it's a waste of space. There's way better things you can be doing, like living your life, you know, doing things that actually matter, things that even after you die, the world will remember you for. Ain't nobody going to remember these Instagram women or ladies or, or other or other terms you want to use. I almost going to remember them. There's, there's women on Instagram that I don't even see anymore. They don't post anymore because more likely they realized that Instagram was a waste of their life and there was better things there was better things for them to do. This reminds me of there was a female YouTuber, big fan of her, but what was interesting is something happened you know, with her management, but the main thing was is that she ended up getting married to some guy. Very good for her. She she ended up getting pregnant, also good for her. So she she's no longer on social media. Don't see her on the internet. No. You know why? Because she has a life, life worth living, and she definitely wants to keep it private because she don't care about what the world thinks. She only cares about what she thinks, and she only cares about her happiness. I mean, also another detail was the fact that the guy, yeah, he was rich. So yeah, girl, you you did good. You achieve the highest status a woman can achieve. Being a wife to a rich guy and having a kid, so aka being a mother. So you achieve the highest level a woman can achieve in life. You won the game of life while all these other women are losing. Getting a whole bunch of likes for nothing. <laughs>